Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching... FSR. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon on Fox Sports Radio. Porzingis is back. Uh, I'm going to take a picture of the screen right now because the Knicks have the lead over the Mavericks in the Porzingis revenge game. This may be as good as it gets, Mike Harmon. This moment right now in time, as good as it gets. Why are they getting rid of both revenge games so early in the season? Uh, because if they, they don't matter? No, because <laughs> the later the season goes, the easier it is for the Knicks to quit. So <laughs> the Knicks will play better now early okay. and maybe win these games. Just checking. I mean, I just see, didn't we just see this uh, cross-conference rivalry play out earlier this season? Knicks are going for the sweep, man. We're going to sweep Porzingis. Porzingis, Porzingis, is he the Latvian nerd? 
for Lafayette, Sean. He's got 18 and 9 rebounds, but the Knicks have the 87-84 lead tonight. Julius Randle's got 13. The Knicks bench is on fire. And uh, suddenly, well, it's also the Dennis Smith Jr. revenge game because he's playing against his former team. He's got 13 and 7 assists off the bench. Well, Kristaps Porzingis booed lustily. My favorite. No one has ever booed non-lustily. No one just sort of boos. Well, they uh, do kind of boo. They were yelling. They're chanting, "Go back to Latvia." Oh yeah. KP sucks. Sure. Dolan sucks. Where's your? Oh, that's brother? a regular night. Yeah, I mean there was. It, well, it's been... I mean Dolan was going. You're ejected. <laughs> and you're ejected. It's like Oprah giving out cars. He's giving out ejections. Just got ejected. Do a retinal scan on that guy. I don't want him back in here. Yeah. What are you in Star Trek now? Retinal scan? Is that what you want? Well, that's the next evolution. You want to ban a guy? You don't take his picture. You can't have that many. People. Pictures. That's too big a book. Ah, I got to go through. I don't remember this guy's face. Uh, so, the Porzingis revenge game. Knicks have the 87-84 lead over the Mavericks. There's still a lot of time left for the Knicks to blow this uh, f- uh, left in this game. Uh, but well, I mean, fourth quarter is going to start for yes. both your team and my team. Which except is, when Kobe White goes nuts, the fourth quarter is a non-factor. Fourth quarter is never a good time for the no, Knicks. No, not good. No, if the games were three quarters, they might win like 25 games. Closing time is a bad thing. You yeah. know what they do, though? Just like with load management. Management. Everybody says, oh, short the schedule. You know what they're going to do? They're going to take those games off. Instead <laughs> Even of, if it's 60. <laughs> hey, to help the Knicks, instead of load management, what if we just stop games? They're allowed to stop games they're winning after three quarters. Brilliant! They get they the choice. running to the table and hit a plunger. Hey, you can keep playing, or we could stop the game right now. Or you get what's in the box. I like that. Well, they kind of do like in, in, in my daughter's Little League. You know, she plays fall ball, and fall ball is always a little bit less intense in the yeah, spring. Yeah, yeah. They give the girl. Less psychotic parents. Yeah, they give the. they go hibernate for the winter. They give the girl batting a choice. If she gets hit with a pitch, she can either go to first base and take it, or no, stay and hit. And all the girls say they want to stay in hit. Of course you want to stay yeah. and hit, because now that the Knicks the would pitch, go right to first no, base. Dropping that, that bat, I'm going right to first no, base. And then they get thrown out. <laughs> no, because now the pitcher's scared. You stare them down a little bit. Yes, They're not coming back inside, because they know you may run out to the mound and beat them. Taking that base. No, it didn't even hit me, but I'm still running out of first base. sleeping at first. That's happened before, where girls go down to first base, and they round the base like, all right, and then the catcher's just waiting. and That would be the Knicks. Firing it down? Yeah, that'd be the Knicks. That they would you trip once, and fall you. going back to first base. Well, That's what would happen. That happens. I would say that. Yeah, I'm sorry to hear it. Uh, so, we'll keep you updated there, but obviously the big story of the night. Steelers and the Browns at halftime, and maybe, maybe we are finally seeing the real Browns. They have the 14-0 lead over the Pittsburgh Steelers as this game has hit the break, and Baker Mayfield's had a nice first half. They haven't been able to run the ball very well, but through the air, they've been moving the ball a bit. Pittsburgh has been able to do absolutely nothing. James Conner hurt in this one. I don't think he is coming back. Juju Smith-Schuster was hurt early in this game. He is officially not coming back. And every play the last six minutes of the second quarter was Mason Rudolph fading back, and he was getting hit. He was getting sacked. He was so gun shy there was a play with about three and a half minutes left in the first half in which he could have run for close to a first down but instead threw the ball away like he's scrambling outside the pocket could have run for maybe a first or close to it but decided to throw it to nobody and this is a play where you, you could gain at least six to eight yards and he decided to throw it. he's been getting hit they've been getting through the browns have been doing whatever they want to do the steelers offensive line and no connor no juju smith schuster at this point the browns have to win this game villanueva has been absolutely atrocious your 
offensive line that's normally one of the big selling points of the Steelers team has just been dominated. Line of scrimmage, it's been ugly. We've watched Jalen Samuels try to hide instead of doing pass protect and almost getting Mason Rudolph killed a couple of times. <laughs> he's got he's got no business being back to. That's not what he does, right? Connor part of his appeal obviously he's got good stats and fantasy owners love him but he's a guy that'll stand in and can deliver a blow on a blitzing linebacker or a stunt on the d-line samuels has no chance he is so overmatched so it becomes the you've got to roll the pocket you've got to give rudolph a little bit of a a cleaner field and and see what you can come up with because right now miles garrett chad thomas i mean they are both just having their way and you're getting chunk yardage out of baker mayfield that's the other thing that's a, a little bit of a surprise. Kareem Hunt's arrival is huge. We saw it last week against Buffalo, but certainly this week, having to account for him not as a runner, they're doing a good job bottling up Nick Chubb, but pass protecting, something that the Browns haven't been able to do, but you're getting a little more because you're keeping him honest with Hunt going out into passing routes. So you got a big play to Odell. You got Hodge on a 41-yarder and they had to challenge it. Otherwise, that was a 59-yarder. And then you look at Hunt and Landry are both with receptions of at least 20 yards so good chunk yardage for Baker Mayfield and thus far he's been able to survive those third downs yeah and that's been the shocking part is that Kareem Hunt doesn't have a carry you know it's not like Nick Chubb is having a big Mm -hmm. game he's having a very non-Nick Chubb like game because of all the things you can say about how poor the Browns offense has been this year you know Nick Chubb has had breakthrough games he has run the ball very well not having a big night tonight and still of the he's got all 10 rushing attempts outside of Baker Mayfield's keeper on on uh, first and goal for a touchdown but I'm I'm really surprised that Hunt hasn't gotten in the mix a little bit more. Not a guy you want to feel bad for though. No but I'm saying we're talking about football strategy and it's unfortunate that we talk but we that see you know that's the thing about a guy like Kareem Hunt is that you have to keep the talk specifically to football. Now, you know th- this is the deal with football. He's got issues. He shouldn't be. He shouldn't have been in the league as long as he was. There should have been a better decision. But he's in and he's affecting the game. And it's part of the conversation. It's very much of a this is him. He's in the game. And here's what the Browns should be doing. That's how it goes. Half his season suspension. Still a d- dynamic player when on the field, and we've seen it two weeks in a row. Suddenly you get some some openings downfield, and even if he's not running the ball, accounting for him as a pass catcher, much like when he was in. Kansas City, your offense opens up so much more. Odell Beckham Jr., he's dropped at least two passes, mm-hmm. two catchable balls, but he's open, right? He's got space. And on the touchdown pass, I mean, Baker Mayfield could have thrown to whomever he wanted, right? You had two, yeah. three guys. Yeah, there was, yeah, there was, you had yeah. two guys standing by themselves doing jumping jacks, and then you had a third if he just placed the ball on the right. So, I mean, they're having their way right now with the Steelers. The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the Geico Studios. It's almost like this game looks very similar to the Browns-Jets game earlier this year, where the Jets lost Trevor Simeon, who was in for Sam Darnold, who had mono. and. Luke Falk was saying, hey, we're on a one-game win streak, and we're bringing Adam Gase back now. We're hot now. The Jets are hot. Uh, this wait, looks- wait, wait, but you've got other things brewing? I mean, one, I'm proud of you. We, did, we went straight to the NFL game because your hero, your hero is back in the league, and we'll get to him in a little bit. And but you've got unrest in Jets land. You didn't no, think there's, the, league, there's the week was going to end uh, no. silently? No, did you? no, no, no. Quincy Anunwa, who is on IR, is upset that he has been fined for missing treatments, and he is having a Twitter meltdown right now. Yeah. Second Jets player who has been fined for missing treatments slash. Oh, was, wait, was that whistle? Was that the was that the Astros? It was. Is that the? Is that telling me? Look out for the hook. No, Duck. no, no. Here comes the fastball. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it's a change of pace. It's the off-speed pitch. 
just be careful. off speed pitch. Oh, that's the trash can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, when I whistle, it's a fastball. Trash can is an off speed pitch, right? That that's how it well, is. Well, I mean, they also had whistling back in the World Series. I mean, there it's all over the place. But, uh, but yeah, this this NFL game, I mean, this is one that we were looking forward to, and it's played exactly the opposite of I know. Last I know. Night. I, I didn't think Baker Mayfield and the Browns passing game could get well against the Steelers. But this is what's happening. Don't put and too without, much stock in it, though. Without, no, but I mean, it looks. This looks so far like they're playing an overmatched team, like they're playing the Jets week two. No, without they don't their have quarterback, a run game. without players, the running back Connor's out. Yeah, yeah but just it's the like, yeah. out. They're playing. What do you yeah. want from Rudolph? Right. Well, they're playing. They're playing they... the Jets in week two. You know, this is a game they should. They should be winning this game. Yeah, I just didn't. Even with Connor being banged up, the. Being grossly overmatched on the offensive line is something I wouldn't have expected. Ramon Foster was back, right? He'd missed a couple of games because of a concussion. Villanueva's there. Pouncey's been there. Like, you've got your your front five. Most teams can't say that coming into week 11. How many are we chronicling, hey, they've got the big workout scheduled for Tuesday. See what I did there? Mm-hmm. That yeah, you, You've yeah, got yeah. that going on. Uh, but they're just getting bull rushed time and time again. And when you've got Mason Rudolph, who I think is still to some degree, even though he's been played better, they've taken more shots downfield before tonight, and they've taken a couple tonight, that he's still feeling a little bit of the, the footsteps off of that hit from Earl Thomas. Like I, I well, think that still is residually there. It is, but, but also, but, but on a larger scale, a team like the Steelers, look, we talked about the job they've done up until this point. Uh, missing Roethlisberger, trying to get along without Antonio Brown, sure. without Le'Veon Bell. All right, here's James Conner, now James Conner is hurt. And Juju Smith-Schuster, now Juju Smith-Schuster is hurt and he's out. The Steelers can't sit here and back and go, all right, now we're just going to go one-dimensional and win this game. That's right. Mason Rudolph, they need to be able to run the football if they're going to be effective. He's not going to go crazy and throw for 300 yards in the second half because we just have to because we can't run the football. The Steelers are still limited. I still thought they were going to win this game and they were going to impose their defensive will on, on the game, but it's not happened that way. And, and look, like they're a damage. They, they, they're like the Jets. The week two, the Jets had no weapons. Right? They had Le'Veon Bell and they had no quarterback. And this is no running back. No, no number one running back. No number one wide receiver. They don't have anything. So it, really, if the Browns lose this game at this point, fourteen nothing, I, I don't know what else they could do. I mean, that that's that's really the end of the season. It'll be a really good night here on Fox Sports Radio because oh. things will be melting. That's how white hot it'll get uh, as you you look at this. Uh, Burnett did leave the game with about a minute twenty six limping around for the Cleveland secondary. He's made a couple of big plays uh, in this one as well. So we'll see if he returns as the Steelers get the ball back. But certainly uh, it'll be curious to watch this offense, how they how they play from behind, right? They've been mm-hmm. playing close. They've lost three games by a combined nine points this year. But can they get Mason Rudolph to make some big plays downfield? Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And the big line from draft day with Kevin Costner at the end when he's trying to wheel and deal and get his picks back, he says, oh, no, no, that deal is off the table. We live in a different world than we did 30 seconds ago. And certainly, we now live in a different world in the NFL than we did eight minutes ago. What just happened, 
the next to last play of the Brown Steelers game is what we're going to talk about now for the remainder of this show. Miles Garrett has to have played the last down of football this season. I, he's done I've forever. Been, if I'm, if been, I'm in control, he's listen, done. I've been watching football for a long time. Right, I've been watching football since I was five, seven years old. Browns win the game 21-7. Great. What I just saw from Miles Garrett, I mean, at the very least tomorrow, My God. it should be a season-long suspension for him, maybe even longer. There is absolutely no room in the NFL for what he did. I'm gonna I'm gonna describe it for you, and trust me, you're gonna see this everywhere. With Seconds left to go in this game. The Steelers are on their last gasp drive. They're winning 21-7. Miles Garrett hits Mason Rudolph when Rudolph throws a swing pass out to the side. They get tangled up going down, and you can tell they're exchanging words, Mason Rudolph and Miles Garrett. They are both clawing at each other, and Miles Garrett gets up, and he grabs, as he's standing up, he's grabbing Mason Rudolph by the face mask. Right. Mason Rudolph is yanked up off the ground because Miles Garrett grabs it with his face mask. He yanks the helmet clear off of Mason Rudolph's head. Right? Just clears clearly rips it right off. Referee throws the flag right away. Pouncey is trying to get in front of Miles Garrett going, whoa, dude, what are you doing? Mason Rudolph is right behind him because Miles Garrett just pulled off Mason Rudolph's helmet. Miles Garrett then puts the helmet in his right hand, and overhand clubs and swings it, hitting Mason Rudolph in the head with his own helmet. Calamity ensues. Pouncey starts punching Miles Garrett going down to the ground. Mason Rudolph is lucky. Miles Garrett is lucky that the part of the helmet that he hit Mason Rudolph with was the bottom part. It wasn't the top hard part. It would look like where the ear hole was because picture picture Mason picture Miles Garrett holding the front of a face mask and coming over the top with a huge overhand club swing and hitting Mason Rudolph with that part. So he gets hit with the bottom part of the of the helmet. It doesn't matter cuz he gets hit clear in the head. Mason Rudolph's eyes go what just happened? There's a huge fight on the field. By the time everything is broken up, Miles Garrett is thrown out of the game, Pouncey is thrown out of the game. The Steelers just run one play and kneel on it. Freddie Kitchens is mad about something. I don't know what he could be possibly mad about, but this is where Miles Garrett, you're done. You are absolutely done. You cannot play in the NFL the rest of this season at the very least. Here's how it sounded just seconds ago on Fox. How about Schober? Ten tackles, two tackles for loss, two interceptions, four passes defensed, and now a sack. Yeah, he'll be the AFC Defensive Player of the Week. You're giving it to him right now. I am. Here's a flag as, whoa, hello, whoa. Mason Rudolph got into it. Get out of there. What in the world? Believe Miles Garrett? They're They're swinging a helmet? Yeah, there'll be some ejections coming out of this. There may be suspensions. That's right, suspensions. Garrett. That was well after the play. Well, he tackled Rudolph. Rudolph didn't like the way that he was tackled. Oh, gosh. Oh, man. Oh. Oh, my goodness. 
rips the helmet off Rudolph's head and then eventually swings it and hits him in the head. And then Ogunjobi comes up and hits Rudolph from behind. Beyond words, oh, Joe. Gosh, that's one of the worst things I've ever seen on a professional sports field. You know, Joe, I have been involved with these in the league office, and it would come to officiating first and then go upstairs for discipline. But this is beyond the normal discipline. This is beyond the normal fine. I think you're absolutely right. It's a foul period to take a guy's helmet off and swing it and use it as a weapon. Automatic ejection by rule. But it goes beyond that now to uh, possible suspension. Of course, then Pouncey, was it Pouncey that was kicking and throwing yeah. the, the punches? Well, That's another one. There, there will, they're, they're absolutely, I mean, this is multiple game suspension oh. right here. It's just, I mean, it's, I, I hate that anybody even has to watch this. This is barbaric is what this is. Big Fox on the call. Look, even when the Browns win, they lose because now this is what the night is about. This is going to be the storyline, the news cycle for the next 24 to 48 hours because, like, I'm, look, I, I get being prisoner of the moment, and I always want to watch out for that, but the, I, really, in over 40 years of watching football, when I look at disgraceful things on the field, I always go back to Charles Martin and Jim McMahon, right? The big hit list game of the 1980s, Packers and the Bears, McMahon throws the interception, Charles Martin picks up Jim McMahon when no one's looking, and pile drives him into the into the cement. Right. There are bad hits. We saw the bad hit by Demarius Randall tonight and you know there are bad hits but something like that that is just away from the 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 field of play and and away from the caught in the moment that's different than what we just saw there. That may, that may, that's the most dangerous thing I think I've ever seen. L- again, luck, luckily for Rudolph, he got hit with the bottom right. part of the helmet. He could have killed him no, if right. he hits him with the, the top part of the helmet. He, fact, he really, he could have killed him. Just You watch it a couple times, and I, I think at first glance, we're looking at each other go, he got contact, right? Because Rudolph sta- is still standing there. Right, he he gets dazed, but he doesn't go down and turns back, and then Ogunjobi comes in and bumps him from behind and knocks him on his ass too. So you've got that going. So they both get disqualified. Pouncey takes up for Rudolph, starts throwing blows, and eventually is kicking him. You, you can't excuse that, but he's standing up for his quarterback. In the moment, it, it has now become a street fight, is what Miles Garrett ensued. And we talked about it from the beginning of the season, right? Hell of a talent, nickelhead. How many times did he get close uh, on those big... Big swings early in the season, right? Where he's offsides and he's going unabated and he was late on a number of hits. Yeah, he was penalized for as many good plays as he made. You're talking about the problems that he was causing as well, the number of penalties that were racking up, and he played just this side of this side of the line. You know, the only other thing I'm thinking of in this this kind of regard, Albert Hainsworth's the video of him stomping is going to be played in this. That's mm-hmm. that's the closest I can think of. But this is an open hand, overarm swing as hard as you can with a helmet. Are you kidding me? He's done for the year at a minimum. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. Quick NBA update for you. Knicks and the Mavericks, the Porzingis revenge game, tied at 92, six minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Meanwhile, the Clippers on the road, trailing the Pelicans, 117-115 with two minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Paul George, 28 points in 22 minutes, and uh, Kawhi Leonard has not entered the game for the Clippers tonight. 
Basically, I think he's going to play every other game. No, I think that's what it's going to be. Play every other game. Play 40 games this year. That's what's going to be for Kawhi. They're going to play rock, (laughs) paper, scissors, and decide who's up in a given night. How many games will they play together over the course of the year? Twelve. We just want to have one of the guys, right? Just one guy. There might be an over under on that. We might be able to get odds in Vegas. I'll I'll text Furman and see if there's something there. Oh, that's a good idea. They do play thirteen back to backs, so you can cross all those out. No, that's true. Okay, that's uh, well, that's twenty six games. If you play thirteen back to backs, that's 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 one in one game and one in the next one. All right, so that that's 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 pretty fun. Oh, I like that idea. What do you think the over under is? Uh, Not a lot. It's going to be small. If you're talking about twenty fifty. Would no, 50 be no way. 50? Well, he's already missed 12. Oh, that's true. He's already missed 12. Yeah, uh, 40? I think that's still aggressive. I mean, this is fun. Including I mean, playoffs, really. maybe. Well, I mean, once you get to the playoffs, a whole other thing. But regular season? Wow. Oh, are we getting to 20? I, no, 25? No, more than that. 25 If you told me 30, 30 games, I would say, all right, that's probably right. 25, that's Knicks players to quit. Well, <laughs> that's wins we're for the Knicks there. all season. We're almost there. <laughs> They're going to be asking James Dolan for their unconditional release. Can I go be that other guy off the bench for the Lakers, please? <laughs> uh, so we'll keep you updated there. Meanwhile, nine minutes to go in the third quarter, and the Steelers could not do anything with the football the last time they had it, so the Browns have it, facing a third and seven and they lead Pittsburgh 14 to nothing. At this point, if you canceled the game and just gave the Browns the win, nobody would care. Right, yeah, let's, I, do. I don't need to see the this rest of this. This game's not over. Baker Mayfield right is perfectly capable of screwing this up. Well, the thing is, the Browns have done nothing. Well, because they, they have had run the, the ball. ball. Right, but they have had the ball. They have taken over in possessions. Around midfield, they've had the ball on the Steelers' side mm-hmm. of midfield four times in their past five possessions, and they've gotten no points. No, that's it. The time of possession is about equal to this point. You've had a couple of big plays. You had a missed field goal for the Browns. This game's still winnable for the Steelers. If you could take points off the board, they'd be in trouble, but you can't. <laughs> oh, they just lost more points. It's now eleven nothing. Oh, it's now it's nine nothing. Now it's seven nothing. Now it's six. Now it's two to two. Do uh, we have judges like uh, you know the where's the Ken Singer or something? <laughs> I don't where know. Where he can take stuff away? I don't know who this is. Oh, it's Baker Mayfield. But he, but he shaved. That guy know from who the pink commercial. <laughs> <laughs> So the Browns can't get a first down, so they punted the Steelers. They had the ball on the Steelers' side of midfield, could not do it. And now the Browns have given it back to the Steelers, who will take over again. Again, down 14 nothing. Meanwhile, big news in the NBA. Guess who is back? Back? Michael Jordan came back league. again. Yes, for the Knicks. He's going to play for the Knicks. Guess Knicks-ers who's time. back? <laughs> back. And I know this is when Frostburg started doing backflips. Amari no, Stoudemire. No, no, no I would have if great. it was the Knicks. Uh, no, but it's still fun, though. It's, it's very good. fun, it's, but that would have been way better. Yeah, it no, he'd been, gone home. But this is also West Coast, where, which is in our wheelhouse. He should Well, I think the Knicks did tell him to go home, and now he's still he's still back. I'll tell you what, though. We'll get to see him a lot, so that's good. That's what I mean. It's good yeah. for the show, because he'll play on the West Coast. and you know, Every you know, game will be on here. Full array of headbands. I mean, it's great. Out of the league for over a year. Signing a non-guaranteed deal with the Portland Trailblazers is Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony! Just 24 hours ago, it was the, I guarantee I'm playing next year. And here he is! Yeah, I think he knew that. I think he knew at that point. I, I care. care. That's was... gonna be that's gonna be Stephen A's whole show yeah, tomorrow. Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, but... Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, but... 
I'm Melo Anthony. But he may he may not stick around on this. Coming up next, <laughs> does Lala get back with him now? I've seen Lala. She was on the Beverly Hills 90210 reboot. She was Brian Austin Green's wife. I saw her on the Today Show the other day. She's making the rounds. He's making the rounds. But they don't shoot television shows in Portland. I don't even think they shoot Portlandia in Portland. So you tell me, how is this going to work? Stephen A. Smith has no idea that Portlandia exists. Come that on, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, you might on. be right about you that. You went too far. Bridge too far. Your credibility <laughs> just went out the window right there. <laughs> but the old Jason A. Just what is this up. Hulu? <laughs> <laughs> Disney Plus is better than Disney Minus. I was told I got to talk about Disney Plus. The Mandalorian. Why don't we see what he looks like? We got IG88. We got IG11. I don't understand what this is all about. What's a droid? What's not a droid? Where's Darth Vader? We got stormtroopers. I don't know. Can I just say, I, I believe covering the media, and you know, we watch and Twitter rolls as it does. I don't know that I've ever hated people more than the, those that went to complain. Look at the ESPN shills about Disney Plus. No kidding. They're trying to launch a new exhaustive service that is the app killer, the Netflix killer, the Hulu killer, and whatever other service you got. Yes, they're <laughs> employing every one of their top paid stars. Scott Van Pelt's throwing to previews. It. It would be asinine if they didn't. You know how much they paid for those catalogs? People are so dumb. I, so lazy. The, the thing is, I could just see him on the show giving Frostberg's line. What is Hulu? <laughs> <laughs> how, do I, how do I access the weed? <laughs> uh, but two things about Mello coming back. This was the one place that if you said to me, if he's coming back anywhere, where would it be? I would say Portland. Because remember, two years ago, Portland wanted him. When he was choosing and where's he going to go sign and Melo may still have something left, Portland wanted him. Remember, Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum said, dude, come out here, come out here. We'd love to get you. He went with Houston. It didn't work out. So Portland was the one team where I would say, all right, that's where he's going to wind up going. His agent and the Blazers stayed in contact since the preseason. So now Melo's there. Can it work? Right, That's the big question, because I've told you many times, Melo's got nothing left. Nothing left. Can it work for Melo in Portland? And I'm going to surprise you, because it can, but it's got to be very specific. It's very specific. Michael Caine speaks through his nose like this. If Portland uses him like the Heat used Dwayne Wade the last couple of years, but more specifically last year... Dwayne Wade came off the bench all but two games, and one of them was his final game, so he let him start. Right. He played limited minutes, and if he was hot, he played in the fourth quarter, and he had big minutes in the fourth quarter if he is making shots. He's a, he's more of a player than Melo is at this point, because Wade is still a guy that in 25 minutes is going to give you 15 points, four assists, three or four he rebounds. He's still impactful across the board. Yeah, yeah. Melo's not that guy. His value is going to be in points. And if that works, if that method works of Melo comes in off the bench less than 25 minutes a night. He's got to be less than 20 minutes a night. He's got to be playing about 15 or 18 minutes a night. And he plays against second units in which he can get his shots and and still be able to affect the game because that's how Melo's going to do it. They're not going to change your offense just for Melo, but if Melo can come in with the second unit and fill up the scoreboard, great. And if he's hot, if he's having a big night or he's having a night where he's, he looks good, then he plays in the fourth quarter. If not, he sits in the fourth quarter. 
If, if they do that, if that's the way they, they implement him, maybe with a year off, with a year to get his, his knee healthy again, he can run up and down the floor for 15, 18 minutes a night and play that way. More than that is too much to ask. And if he's not down for that, it, it's not going to work at all. But that's the one path. Because I want to be positive about Melo because he brought me my only championship with Syracuse in 2003. Then he helped tear the Knicks all the way down, but yes. still 2003. And so, if that if that's how they do it, that'll work for Melo, and he can still be, I, I can't say really an effective, effective player, but at least he's a guy coming off the bench that can hit a shot. He's a guy in crunch time that you're gonna spend your spend most of your efforts guarding McCollum and Lillard. And all right, well, Melo can maybe get a shot. He's not gonna be double covered anymore, maybe. But it's that's the only way it works. I think when you look at it from the larger league perspective. I know it's, it hasn't been a huge run, a huge length here in terms of games played, but he should place a call to Dwight Howard and just say, okay, how did you get your brain to switch to not having to be the guy? Because right now, Dwight Howard looks as happy as he has in a decade. Yeah. Right? Playing the role that he does for the Lakers. He doesn't have to be a star. He's he has he's gotten a lot of love from local media here with the effort that he puts in on the glass and on the defensive end time and time again. So if if Melo can accept that role, he can still hit jump shots. He's not gonna play a lick of defense, but if you're looking for a guy to give you a little bit of instant offense, the opportunities there, right? Lou Williams light. See, I got him in. Yeah, right. Lou Williams. But, but a light. guy that you could bring in, and if he's his shots on in a given night, as you say, fourth quarter or whatever extended minutes, have at it. But it's all about where he's at psychologically. And I think he's been out of the league long enough to where maybe uh, he was humbled, as the Iron Sheik would say. Well, I think for, for stars they know now that have made the money, coming off the bench is not the stigma it used to be. More guys are doing it now. Wade being okay with it. Dwight Howard's okay with it. It's not It's not the, oh boy, look how embarrassing it is for you now, dude. No, it's, I think that has gone by the wayside, which is going to open it up for guys to play a little bit longer to say, okay, now I'm okay coming off the bench. Well, he's also a guy who's been beaten up for years, right? So it, it w- any criticism isn't new, right? It's just uh, it shifts focus in terms of minutes played or or what have you. So I mean, Carmelo is certainly in terms of being beaten up by the media. I don't know that any future Hall of Famer gets skewered as he does without opening his mouth for other reasons, right? LeBron gets his heat but he sometimes brings it upon himself. With Carmelo Anthony, just became known as a chucker. <laughs> and a guy that like got a, Costanza, hey, who's that chucker? <laughs> but he got a lot of money, and people were mad. Like, it always gets tied to, oh, yeah. you're making a lot of money. It's like, yeah. it's not his fault. They offered him a giant check. You're signing it, too. Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune 
Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Early in the fourth quarter in Cleveland, the Browns trying to hold on a 14-7 lead over the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers were dead in the water this game. Then Demarius Randall of the Browns thrown out on a vicious helmet-to-helmet hit. That penalty gave the Steelers life. They were in the end zone later on in that drive. And now, a game where the Steelers really had nothing going on. They lost Juju Smith-Schuster and James Conner to injury. Now, this is a one-score game. we got an entertaining fourth quarter coming your way. And Deontay Johnson. 
Johnson now ruled out because of the hit from Randall, a concussion as well. Joining us now on the hotline for all big news in the National Football League. Had a huge week last week and a big announcement he's got for us tonight. Follow him on Twitter at Jay Glazer. It is the aforementioned Jay Glazer, NFL insider extraordinaire for Fox NFL Sunday. What's happening, Jay? What's going on, kid? Hey, I just saw something on Twitter. I got to lead with this. Okay. It's great. I just saw somebody tweet out, Ben Roethlisberger tonight looks just like Ron Burgundy when he lost his job. (laughs) (laughs) You got to see him on the side. It was great. It was a great little, oh, it was a great meme, man. Usually I hate mean tweets, but that one's hilarious. Was he drinking the jug of milk saying it was a bad idea? (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Oh, my God. Baxter! Side-by-side image. It was fantastic. Pull it up. You got to pull up the side-by-side image. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, how was your weekend last week at West Point? Looked like it was awesome. Oh, man, it was sacred ground. It was incredible. It was, you know, every year we go somewhere on uh, Veterans Day or, or Thanksgiving or Pearl Harbor. It, it's just, it's incredible. And, um, but this year, you know, we've never been to, you know, a, a military college and an academy. And that was, God, it, it, it was unbelievable. It was, you know, we went anywhere from, we met the, um, uh, the head of the Army, uh, the Brigadier General on base, and we went to the game and, um, you know, we get to push ups in the end zone. We're right there at the tunnel. It's just something different, man. It's, you know, I've, I've never been to a college football game like that. And then just being around them all was so incredible where, guys, we're doing a show where, you know, George Washington <laughs> led our troops. It was, there's still like, you know, war treasures we took from the British back from the Revolutionary War right there at West Point on. You know, on the Hudson River, it's it's incredible. I saw you jump out of the helicopter. When are they taking you up to do that? Uh, you know, in a maneuver. <laughs> no, I jumped. I did it. I did it. Who? I mean, no, he means no, 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 I mean, up in the air, man. No, no, no. Hey, hey, hey. I jumped out of a helicopter. <laughs> Don't take away my glory. <laughs> For me, man, I'm short. For me, that was a long drop. Trust me, I'm right there with you. You know, we're we're, we're kindred spirit. Hey, so what's this? I hear you're opening up uh, MVP in New York, merging vets and players yeah. there. Yeah, actually, we you know we announced on the show this week that um, Roger Goodell personally and the NFL have donated one hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars this week to MVP to you know help our combat vets in New York and our ex-football players in New York. Um, we're an official salute to service charity this year. It's you know it's man, guys, I got to tell you what. Last night we had MVP in LA. We had about seventy combat vets, and there are people's lives last night that we actually saved directly last night. And it's it's so real and raw and there's so much there's so much um pain and laughter at the same time in that room. It's it's the most prophetic group of people you ever be around in your life. You you put a bunch of combat vets, a bunch of athletes together in a room and things get very real and um all the rhetoric and red tape garbage get thrown out the window Man, they really do solve a lot of problems. I wish, wish I, I, my my dream is that the rest of the world could hear what these guys talk about in a room after we all train together. It's it's magical. I'm waiting for your idea of the all the special forces guys to become all the new officials in the NFL. I'm waiting for that to you happen. You know, people thought I was crazy. Now I just want to <laughs> I just want to clarify this. I meant with what I meant with that, by the way, is people who have football experience, like sure. people played yeah. college footballers. But again, they have. Um, their reaction time is better than these referees. Are you kidding me? They got grace <laughs> under fire, courage under pressure, right? They could, they're in better shape than these guys. It's just they'll be in a better position to make a call under pressure. 
and these guys who were accountants and lawyers and you know businessmen who work you know come out and do this on the weekends, which is what the referees do. And if the players ever give them flack, they could say, "I crap bigger than you," and then it would be it would end right there. That would, that would really be I, I do think some of these guys you'll have head coaches will uh, will be a little more hesitant to just wear one of them out. <laughs> no, take the you challenge. Know, one flag. of these guys gonna be like one of these guys gonna be like, like the funny when I. Um, we, I'd help Nate Boyer, obviously, our Green Beret, and um, you know, help found MVP with me. Um, I got to help get signed to the Seahawks. And when it happened, Pete Carroll, and I'm like, God, this is who you want on your roster. It's the 90th guy on your roster. It's exactly who you want, kind of showing these guys what it takes to, you know, to find that extra level and, and overcome. And so Pete Carroll says to me on the phone, he says, Jay, what are you making me do? It's a Pete. I gave my spiel. This is what you want. This is what you want. He goes, no, no. I understand why I'm signing him, but what if I have to cut him? I said, so cut him. He goes, Jay, I'm not having the guy shoot me from a mile out. I said, Pete, not my problem. Look it. I don't know. Just handle it delicately, and, Pete. And Nate, Nate said, Nate said uh, it's actually a mile and a half. <laughs> well, you got to get that correct. You want to make sure you get every yard uh, on that, that shot as you can. Jay Glazer, our guest, uh, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Check out Jay on Twitter, vetsandplayers.org, doing phenomenal things there. MVP, merging vets and players. Again, the website, vetsandplayers.org. Jay on Twitter as well, at Jay Glazer. All right, and now as we we, we turn to to football coming up this weekend, Jay, at least 11 to 13 teams are going to attend Colin Kaepernick's tryout. Does he really have a chance to be signed? I don't know. I got no idea what it looks like. I can't. I can't answer the question for you. I have no idea what physical shape he's in, what he's going to look like, what his timing's like. Um, and there'll be more teams than that that go. And I know the league is calling every team, trying to get everybody to show up. Uh, there's not going to be head coaches. It's just that I don't know where that ever came from. That would never happen, no matter who it is during the season. Coaches. I mean, coaches barely take time off of the bye week, uh, much less even if it was a Tuesday. It just doesn't happen ever. Happen. Um, and general managers too. I mean, their schedules are set for for a long time out. But don't people be people there to to you know certainly see it from the sales, But then that's going to get passed around to thirty two teams. And but I, I nobody can answer the question. And no one's seen him throw a run in, in three years. Yeah, the curiosity, I mean, just from all the information that's gotten out, Jay, how much is real, how much is imagined in terms of how this all came together. And I I think everybody just wanted to make their minds up without seeing it actually play out. Yeah, I think so, too. I think they kind of, you know, hey, let's get him him out there. But then, you know, there's so much politics involved in it. Um, One thing I would love from Colin is just, hey, to hear from him, like, Extended. Yes, I want to play. This is what my dream is. This is my, you know, kind of more of a football. Um, more hear him talk more football um, than anything else because that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to play football. And listen, anybody who's out of work in this country has got to convince an employer to sign them. It, it doesn't matter what. There's it has no. It does not matter what job we're in. There's still got to be. Um, you know, you still got to sell yourself. You know, and, and that's the thing, Jay, is that he could have been helping himself more to get back in the league in the past few yeah. years. And instead, yep. of, instead, I feel like Kaepernick and his people feel like we should just be getting phone calls from GM saying, here's right. three years and $50 million, when the reality is he's an out-of-work NFL quarterback. And, 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 that, and they've, they've look, never looked at it that way. I told his agent that a while ago. I, wish he, I would love him for, to sit down and do a football interview. Obviously, I was trying to get the interview, but even if it wasn't me, I'm like, do a football interview. Like, you're trying to play football. 
and that's what you want to appeal to, you know, football people. All right, another quarterback who won't go off the field and from all reports now wants to play at least 47. Uh, how likely yep. do you think it is Tom Brady, well, A, can meet, meet that, and how much does he then go into your MVP? Uh, but also, just uh, is he still a, a Patriot when it's all said and done? Um, what's the chance of the guy come back from 28-3 in the Super Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, <laughs> madness, right? I, I, yeah, a lot I of things have to happen there, right? I, I, I can't possibly say anything that Tom can't do. We've seen what he can do. I have no idea what the dude can't do. All right, all the things that that have been out there, though, the selling of homes, his trainer, yep. all these guys, you know, likelihood that he's still on a roster, you know, the voiding of the contract, likely that he's still a, a, a in, no, 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 in uh, New England. Come next year. You know, I kind of didn't. I, I, I was scratching my head on that also. It's like, man, you got to, you know, this isn't a situation where they have an Aaron Rodgers sitting there behind Brett Favre. I'm looking at going, you got to sit on Tom as long as you possibly can. And I, if I was the Patriots, I would have gone back to him already and, hey, let's up you. Let's give you. And he's always done team friendly deals, but, man, if you want to play again, I do not want to see you play for anybody else. All right, like, we got to ride and die with you. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's not like they have Jimmy Garoppolo, which Bill Belichick <laughs> would say, "Okay, Tom, you want to go? Yeah, we got Jimmy. We're fine." Now it's like, "Oh boy, uh, Jared Stidham." You leave Jared okay. Stidham alone. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> hey, lastly, Jay, Antonio Brown's going to have his meeting with the NFL tomorrow, trying to get back into the league. Is this a, a fact-finding thing for the league to see where things are at, or could we see something move fast if the league likes what they hear and things would get cleared up for him quickly? No, I think it's fact-finding right now. I think there's a lot that still are going into it. Um, you, there was, there was law enforcement involved because there was text, so it, it's dicey and messy. And I, I think they're they're really sifting through all the. I know they're waiting to kind of get all those texts from from law law enforcement, see what they saw, and then going through all that, then they're going to question them. And you know, listen, we've seen. Just last week, we saw him have these manic episodes. Mm-hmm. I, you know, he's got to go in there and really, you know, I don't know what what answers are going to get. I don't know what, inf- like, what quote unquote evidence they have. I don't know what they look at as hearsay and what they look at as evidence. But yeah, there's a lot. There's dicey stuff in there. You can follow him on Twitter at Jay Glazer. That is at Jay Glazer, NFL on Fox Insider. And check out vetsandplayers.org. That's vetsandplayers.org. Jay doing all phenomenal stuff, man. Keep doing it. We'll talk to you next week. Have fun. Did you see the picture yet of Ron Burgundy? Ron no, I'm, I'm going to go look at it right now. <laughs> go look at it. You're the best, man. Congratulations. Park twice if you're in Milwaukee. Baxter. <laughs> Thanks, Jay. <laughs> He's the best. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host 
of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at First, first Listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.